Welcome to the best things in life podcast with Kevin Hamoki. Best Things in Life, Pandemic Edition. We are currently in a pandemic. Uh, I am uh, Kev, your host and uh, road warrior, known as Kevin Hamoki. And, and you, uh, uh, also... you now live and record in your, your car exclusively? Currently, yes. Uh, now I live, eat, breathe shit in my car. Uh, I'm also joined by uh, one, one of the uh, uh, quarantined uh, at this time, known as Kirk Hicks. How, how are you doing, Kirk? I am good, and I'm very, um, very healthy. What's life on the inside? What's life on the inside like? How, how, how's life been? Have you forgot what it's like, like to live in a home already? Yeah, no idea, no idea. What, what does hot water feel like? What does hot water feel like? Sometimes it's too hot, but then you find the right temperature, and it feels really good. Nice. So, um, who knows, like, uh... I don't know when I'm going to release this. I don't know when this is going to come out. I don't even know if people are going to be around to be watching this. I mean, hopefully this is going to be viewed in a few months and people are going to be, haha, look at those idiots uh, recording in cars and bedrooms. Uh, well, I mean, Jerry or... Seinfeld has been doing this for quite some time. What do you mean, uh, recording from his bedroom? No, <laughs> he's been recording in his car. <laughs> like you're just like Jerry Seinfeld, right. but like, but the broke ass version. Yes, yes. But who knows? Who knows where this thing? Funny is... that yeah. like you were saying that the cops are pulling people over who are needlessly uh, driving around. Yep. Um, but then you can, when they pull you over for doing this, you can be like, "Hey, it's an essential service. I'm on the radio." <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm a podcast. I'm a podcast outlaw. Nope. You don't say podcast. You say I'm I'm a radio personality. Oh, that's and true. Radio radio is an assignment. There you go. And you know what? I am going to be doing a service day. I'm going to be telling people about stuff. Uh, but you know who who knows where these things go? I, I was thinking, what if this coronavirus thing ends up going you know south, and all of a sudden zombies and apocalyptic shit happens. Uh, I thought you meant like going south, like the states. I think they already have a pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but uh, ima- imagine it went so bad that uh, this video ends up getting found by like the survivors of an apocalyptic world, and they're like, "How? How do you think they would they, they would react to just like? Do Do you think they 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 think we'd be the guys in charge? Like, like oh shit, that 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 redheaded guy. He, I think he was a president. I think he was a, and uh, I don't know." And as soon as they're done masturbating to this video, yes, these two are very highly qualified people, and they're probably uh, in separate locations due to the yeah, fact yeah. that important. If one of them goes, the other one can't go with them. So it's like when the president can't fly with the vice president in case of an emergency, where one of them dies, right? The exactly. other one has to be, yeah. So, so to clarify it, yeah. To clarify it with the people in the future who are watching this, 
Uh, Kirk Hicks is the president of the free world, and I am his VP slash sergeant at arms slash, um, I don't know. You're my lady king. My what? King of the ladies. Yes, I am the king of the ladies. Um, I might have like a cabinet, but it's like since I'm the world president, we can just make up stuff. So like, yeah, I think like you're just in charge of women. I'll. I am. I, 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 yeah. There ever was. I mean, like, I've never seen such quality guys before. Like, and this guy, no, he's no just the best this. with women. No one's going to buy this. Anyways, uh, since we are on the topic of the apocalypse, end of days. Subscribe to our Patreon. We'd, uh, we'd love for you guys to help us figure what that is. Yeah, Kirk has an OnlyFans, too. Yeah, my only fans is a. Uh, I only have one fan. Nice. Kevin's mom. Okay, this podcast is uh is is run its course. Anyways, kind of pretty much keeps me busy most days. Just having that. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! See, this is this is this is why the world's ending. We got you know. But anyways, I want I want to talk. Not too much. Yes, I want to talk about uh, something that might come in handy since we are talking about the apocalypse. I, today I do want to talk about uh, the best uh, vehicle for the apocalypse. If shit were to hit the fan, and if stuff went really bad, listen, right now we're actually pretty good. You stay at home, play games, get Uber Eats, jerk off to the free porn because Pornhub's doing that. We're living, we're living in like uh, like an incels dream world right now. Like stay at home, eat food, and jerk off. Isn't that right, Kirk? Aren't, aren't you having a good time? Um, I'm okay. I really don't like it that much. It's like it's getting to the point where it's it's all bleeding together. You know the days. Sure. Yes. I okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like normally I would get more done in a day, but today I looked right. at the clock and it was already like three thirty, and I'm like, time flies when you're having fun. You just haven't done anything, and I was like, um. And so it just feels like I need a, I need more purpose in my life than that. That's what I would say. But otherwise, yeah, I don't mind it. I kind of like, I like the JOs and I like the, uh, you know, the snack. I mean, today I just ordered a bunch of stuff from uh, Costco. Nice. So I'm like looking forward to some, some snacks to come my way. But uh, it's, a, it's a hard time, you know. But I mean, like, it's not the worst hard time no. by far. Yeah. No, no. So... Uh, but just in case, I do want to talk about uh, the best vehicle of the apocalypse. So just in case shit hits the fan, I want to talk about some vehicles that uh, I think would be the best to have, own, and use in the event of an apocalypse. Um, Kirk, do you drive? Do you, do you, do you currently uh, have a license? Are you allowed to drive? What's your situation like? I have a full G license. Okay. And I'm okay. All, that means I'm allowed to drive as far as I know. I haven't needed a car in Toronto because of um, I have a bicycle and I have right. used to have a Metro Pass. So like, but now I don't go anywhere, so it's not really necessary to worry about that stuff. But uh, in the yeah. event of like needing a like driving a car, I can. Um, right. What about you, Kevin? Do you have a car? So I'm currently recording in my car, which is a 2009 uh, Ford Mustang. Uh, and, and the good thing about driving now is that gas is so cheap, thanks to this pandemic, that uh, I can actually uh, afford to drive this thing. Um, but that being said, 
Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, there are some options that I would I would like to have. Like, for instance, right now, Kirk, if, sh if shit, let's just say shit hit the fan. Let's say this virus ended up turning into a zombie apocalypse and you needed to get the fuck out of town. What what is your see, for me right now? Obviously, I'd use the Mustang, but who knows how far I'd get with the with the gas consumption on this thing? I want to know what would you be using if you had to get out of Dodge? Uber. Okay, you you yep, you're you're, you're definitely one of the the ones that you're dying. You're not you're not. You have a bicycle though, right? Bicycle, which would be like. I yeah. Or you can. And how 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 good? Like, how far do you think you could get out of Toronto on your own bicycle, your own ability? Um. My bike, and I'm like, as long as I take breaks, I could probably ride for like, I don't know, a couple of like, like four to five hours, maybe more. Oh, okay. The only thing with a okay. with a, I mean, I, I guess really, I don't know where I would go. The other than like go home to where I'm from, like Sarnia, Ontario. Sure. So. That's basically Sarnia. from from here to Sarnia. I probably could. I don't know if I could do that in under twelve hours. That would be a lot of. That would be a lot of biking, right? So. I'd really like to see you make the attempt. That's got to be a video. Bike to Sarnia. <laughs> I think that's one of those things where, like, that's when you get fucked over is when, like, you end up in the middle of nowhere, thinking you could get away from somewhere, right? Right. Um, right. Yeah, there's a... The... Especially with wind or something, if you're, like, going against the wind current, like, I think most wind comes west. Yeah. Yeah. West, from the west to the east. So going back west, you, you would kill yourself going that way. So, right. um, so I don't know, so, man. You'd have yeah. to, like, you know, set up some sort of, like, tent system, like, sleep right. somewhere. So, I mean, for me, it's not really reasonable, so I'd have to find other way. Fair enough. So, there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of variables, obviously, when, when picking a vehicle of choice. Uh, ultimately, at the end of the day, if, if the world does hit the fan, take the nearest fucking car you got and just get out of Dodge. Or, or yeah, you know what? I mean, maybe there's, there'll be systems, like there'll be, uh, you know, uh, buses heading out of town. Who knows? I don't know. I, hopefully, we, we'll never get there. But it's good to just... This is one of those uh, uh, things to just think about. So I want to talk about the particular vehicles of the apocalypse. Like Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. So I I picked a uh, I picked a, some vehicles and I, we'll go through them. Uh, the parameters that I set for this because this is the important part. I tried to pick vehicles that kind of everyone has access to. Like, look, in a dream world, it'd be nice to have access to a tank. It'd be nice to have access to a helicopter, a yacht. And just get the fuck out of town through that way, but real, real, really speaking is, uh, yeah. It, it, and you know what? I mean, some people like to go with a flight of fancy. They like to have like a fully armored up uh, Humvee with a machine gun turret and uh, NAS, right? But you can't, right? So I tried to pick vehicles that are real vehicles um, that I think you could either own or steal, depending on what your situation is and where you live. Um, that might come in handy. So, uh, Kirk, are you ready to, uh, hear some of my options and give me a bit of a, uh, uh, critique on them? I, I'd like to, cause I, I feel like I, I am more, I, I, we've talked about this before. I am more of a car guy. You're more of a, you're more of a, 
train guy, right? So I'd like to... I like train. A tran guy. A tran. A tran? I'm a Snowpiercer fan, so I think the train's a really good option. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Okay, so, uh, yeah. We haven't really talked about other vehicles like boats and planes. and. Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to particularly... Evan, had you yes. thought about the, the plane that is a boat that can land on the water? Wouldn't that be pretty practical? I would actually go with the helicopter boat. The one that... Because here's a... No, they have those helicopter... They're, they're helicopters that, that have pontoons on them, so you can land on water. Um, Bill Burr probably knows how to fly those things. So, yeah, that's another, that's another thing, too. At the end of the day, learning how to drive all these other vehicles, the car is probably the simplest thing. But anyways... Um, you might as well try. Like, what's what's yeah, the opposite? Ha, ha. The opposite is just dying anyway, so why not give it a shot? Yeah, just hop into a random helicopter, hit a couple switches, and <laughs> hit that ejector button. Uh, so yeah, crank, crank that joystick, you know. Yeah, so I, I do want to talk about the vehicles. Are you ready to hear them, Kirk? Yes. So I'm going to be going uh, in order of. So the way I broke it down was I tried to pick one of every class of vehicles. Like you know, there's different types. There's like you know uh, the coupes. Uh, you got your sedan, which is four doors, pickup truck, SUVs, and then we go bigger and bigger from there. But I picked a variety of vehicles in size, and I tried to also pick the best in that class. I think ultimately, like, listen, if I if I tell you to go with this one pickup truck, you can go with something similarly, so it doesn't really matter. But I tried to pick the best of that class, and I'm going to hit you with some stats and numbers. And uh, yeah, Kirk, let me just let me know which vehicle might interest you. What do you think of it as a suggestion and let people know? So uh, I'm going to start off with the first vehicle. And this is uh, one that I'm more accustomed to, but maybe not everybody. And that is a motorcycle. Uh, and particularly, uh, I, I would go with a, a KTM 1090 Adventure R, which is an adventure bike. Have you ever heard of an adventure bike, Kirk? Yeah, I'm a big fan of the R series. Yeah, well, well, what do you like about them? The early adventure bikes. <laughs> yeah, you got no fucking clue. <laughs> I read through that bull. Uh, I'm so happy that we're doing this visually just to see the bullshit. Like, like you tried to like, yeah, the the R. <laughs> no, um. <laughs> so. Yeah. Beauty, it's a beautiful. Amazing. It's a beautiful machine. It, it, it is, Kirk. Uh, so here's the thing. Adventure bikes are actually particularly designed to do long, long-distance traveling. Uh, you can attach a lot of saddlebags and attachments to them. Uh, Kirk, do you know uh, Do you know who Ewan McGregor is? Ewan McGregor? Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Do I know Ewan McGregor? Yeah, he's in the Winnie the Pooh movie. That guy. Right. So Ewan McGregor actually did a... A series where he traveled around the world on his uh, adventure bike. I think he, I think it was a KTM or a BMW. I forgot, but he traveled around the world on it, and he, and he he went through everywhere, man. He went through Mongolia and then through city streets. I think he had a Kawasaki. No, no, it, uh, they do also make adventure bikes, but he has he has a bunch. But long story short, it it showed the uh, uh, the. 
what do you call it? When things can go anywhere. The uh, accessibility or the uh, the ruggedness. I, I, I don't know the word right now. But uh, it shows that a motorcycle can get into a lot of places. More than just a regular vehicle. Uh, more than a regular car. Right? So uh, just more specs on the adventure by KTM. Uh, so, okay. So, another, so I'm going to also be listing some of the important features you need in a vehicle that I think will come in handy. One is it's got to be uh, it's got to be uh, it's got to be fast as fuck. It's got to have some power to it. It's got to be able to haul ass. You never know when uh, you know you, you know like crowds. You might have to run. You might have to run over a crowd. I'm just gonna say it right there. You might have to. You might have to go over some. This R series is uh, is fast. It's powerful. It has 152 uh, horsepower. Uh, and it also has a pretty big gas tank. It has, uh, it, the, the miles per gallon is 42.6. Um, it's a liquid cooled, uh, V2 four stroke engine, Brembo brakes, tubeless rims. It's a machine. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a haul ass machine for long distances. The only thing is, I mean, it's a motorcycle. It sits one. Uh, so, you know, if you have somebody that you care about. You know, maybe not, maybe not the best, but I think if you're a solo dude, like, uh, like I, I think Kirk, you, you'd be able to learn how to ride a motorcycle, right? You, you ride a bicycle. But I think that my thing would be, I'd probably prefer a car because uh, you could sleep in it. Fair enough. And shell. Yes. And so, yes. like, I feel like in the apocalypse, my co-pilot would probably be like a scruffy dog. Right, right. And then that dog needs to sit on the seat and move around okay. free. And so Fair I don't think it would be as happy if I was on the back of a motorcycle or, a, you know, like a saddlebag. Unless he had his right. own sidecar. But it sounds like if he had a sidecar, it would take away the advantages of the motorcycle's maneuverability. So enough, I think, yeah. like, this, even, even though it sounds good, Kevin, this might rule out my future in the apocalypse. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so the next, so then I'm going to be moving up in class. The next size, and this is an actual vehicle, an actual car, is the coupe. And listen, man, a coupe is what you would consider something with two doors. Um, I mean, listen, you can go with an Italian sports car, like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, but they're not, they're not as common as you know. I mean, Kirk, in, in a year, how many Lamborghinis do you see? Um, at least 16. Where the hell do you see 16? Really, you've seen 16 in a year. In Toronto, Canada. Still in Toronto. I see them on a Bloor Street. Okay, okay. There's, okay. Some, fancy, there's some fancy ones around the... Uh, you've been to, like, Avenue and the, and the Bloor Street area. There's, like, oh, these yeah, fancy yeah. hotels and stuff. You'll see them That's where, like, the Gucci store is. You'll see them there. And I saw one on the street the other day where, like, someone was like, Hey, what is that? And, like... Is that a Lamborghini? And it was. So, I mean, I see them. So I Fair enough. I see some fancy shit, man. Right. Oh, I can't speak right. for you. But. I don't, yeah, I don't see as many. But uh, the one car that I do see almost every single day, and I'm going to suggest this as a, uh, as a, as a two-door coupe, if you do want to get into it, I would pick a uh, 2019 Ford Mustang GT. Um, let me hear, let me tell you why. Uh, it has 460 horsepower. Uh, it seats it seats two, but you do have two small seats in the back. So if it's like you, your girl, and a small dog, 
I think you'll be good. Or you, your girl, and a, and a, and a kid, may, I think you'll be okay. Is the GT the one that's really expensive? What's the Ford uh, Mustang that, like, like you have to pay, like, 500000 for? It's like a... There's no... There's a Shelby. There's a, there's a Ford Mustang Shelby. Is it a Shelby? Because I know, like, Jay Leno has, like, the first one. Like, he has a first yeah, production yeah. of one. And I think it's, like, the Shelby. But it's called something, like, specific, too. But it's, like, only so many people could have them. Ford went out of their way to make, like, basically, a, like, a... Um, a racing car that was like production, yes. but like it's so yeah. expensive that most people would never see this car. No, yeah, that's the Shelby, but the Ford Mustang GT. It's a V8 engine, five liter. It's, now here's a here's okay. So another factor that, that I wanted to talk about. It needs to be able to cover uh, terrains that are rough because you might have to go off road. Like you've seen in those disaster movies where the highway is packed and people are like like you know parked in, on the highway and can't go anywhere, right? So you need something that can go off-road. Unfortunately, the Mustang is a rear-wheel drive only, so only the two back wheels work. So, but listen, I've I've personally taken my 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 uh, my Mustang on on grassy fields and uh, does all right, does all right. But yeah, I think can I, I think pitch a, a car car for you in this yes. category that you have maybe have yes. To... Well, give me give me uh, your 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 best me, give... coupe idea that you have. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, to go back, yeah. And uh yeah, you you got one of these Kirk? You, you got a link on them? You got you got a dealer that that's selling one of these or Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. That will be the deal. I will I will get in in the event of a, a pandemic, I will pick you up in my Mustang and we will immediately head to Florida to see if we can get this uh what you call a working time machine DeLorean. Okay. Oh yeah. I'm remembering it. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Uh, so the next the next uh, type of car I want to go to is a sedan, which is a four door vehicle. So a little bit more practical than the two. Um, and it uh, this vehicle is also a four wheel drive. So it's it's. It has some rally experience, and that vehicle is a Subaru WRX STI 2019. Uh, it's basically a, it's basically designed for rally racing, off road stuff, but with the practicality of a four door vehicle. You you like four doors, right, Kirk? As a... I'm familiar with four doors. Yeah. See. You, you, yeah. Nice. Good to know. <laughs> uh, so this Subaru has about 310 horsepower. Uh, has a better miles, uh, better uh, mileage, uh, twenty three miles per gallon. Seats five, so two in the front, three in the back. Now here's the thing, though. Um, in a pandemic, in in an apocalypse, you're gonna want to hoard shit. You're gonna you're gonna want to bring your stuff, your essentials. Maybe a couple of cans of beans, maybe your guns, 
maybe your teddy bear. I don't know what what you personally what what would you personally want to bring with yourself, Kirk, if you were in a pandemic. Well, what are some items you need to carry with you while you're roaming the apocalyptic lands? I think I probably bring my guitar. Okay. And because okay. you gotta have music, sure, yeah. right? That might be sure, a big sure, thing. Yeah. What, if, what if no one brings their their instruments yeah. with them, and there's no one yeah. to make music, and then you play the music, and people are like, "Okay, I'm yeah. cool with that guy." And also, yeah. because I'm a comedian, I bring a uh, a sport coat, right? And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and a microphone stand and my microphone. And so that we got other other issues where the music couldn't solve people. I would just do stand up comedy for them and be like, "Hey, folks, uh, nice guns you got there." Uh, <laughs> have have, you, have seen, uh, you seen? It was really funny about the apocalypse. Uh, yeah, what? Have you have you seen the movie Mad Max Fury Road? Yeah, there's a scene where there's a guy with a flame throwing guitar, and a whole bunch of amps behind him. You you you'd basically would be. You, I think you'd be that guy. But it's, you'd be telling jokes and playing music. Like, you couldn't tell people otherwise in, in that circumstance that this guy isn't really important, right? Right, right, right. right like, right. he's basically a hood ornament, right? Right. And people right. are like, like, he doesn't have to kill anybody. He doesn't have to, like, fight anybody. He just has to play guitars with a flamethrower. It's great. Fair enough. Um, so, you know what? Moving up in size, I do want to talk about, uh, again, because people are going to be bringing stuff. And lo- you know, logging their life with them around the, the apocalyptic ah apocalyptic lands. Uh, I want to talk about a pickup truck, and I'm personally going with what I think is the best pickup truck out there for the apocalypse, and that's a Ford F-150 Raptor. Have you ever heard of the uh, Kirk? Do you know what a pickup truck is? You're from Sarnia, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I'm pretty familiar. Um, right. I don't know about this Raptor one specifically, but like a lot right. of people I knew growing up, like my dad or other, my brother, yeah. I think at some point, they've all had Ford F-150s. Ford yes. F-150 in general is like a really popular truck. Right. right. Yeah. It's yeah. probably it like, the, it's probably like, uh, I don't know about currently, but like. Yes. So the the Raptor trim, the Ford F one fifty is from the same family as the other Ford F one fifty trucks, but the Raptor trim is specifically designed for off roading, and uh, so just to give you some stats, it has four hundred and fifty horsepower, um, miles per gallon. You're looking at about sixteen, but then again, you know you're you're hauling ass in that thing. Uh, it has Fox Live shocks, which are which are used for off roading vehicles. Like uh, a lot of those uh, desert, uh, basically this thing, this thing will do really well in the desert, right? Like if you want to rip, rip and shred, uh, it's a four by four, three point five. Now here's the thing, it's a three point five liter V six EcoBoost twin turbo engine. So it's an efficient engine, but they also have turbo, and the the way turbos work is that it takes in air, uh, it sucks in more air, so that uh, so that yeah, and creates uh, a creates a vacuum and then pushes it out like a fart. Yeah, it, 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 kind of, but basically it, it's fueling the engine a little bit more. Chris Prush. Um, but yeah, the, the the thing is with the Ford F-150 Raptor is that it's a it's a great off-roading vehicle. It's a pickup truck, so you're going to be able to log. Uh, it seats five people, you know, two in the front, five in, uh, two in the front, 
three in the back. But uh, the thing is, dude, you 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 can throw your granny in the. Uh, in the no. no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't put her. Who would you put in the back, though, Kirk? If, if from, I'm family. from a small town, so we we put our grandmas on a rocking chair in the bed of the truck. Oh, okay. That's a that, Beverly yeah. Hills. Billy's record. Yeah, I, I I remember that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Th that's the thing with a pickup truck is that it's it, a lot, a lot of capacity. The the you know what the, the the mileage may not may not be that great, but at the end of the world, here's the thing about fuel in the apocalypse. I think it is going to be like a resource that is coveted. Um, but at the end of the day, I think you have to have a vehicle that can like what do you call it? jerry cans. I I personally. Are you going to stock up on it now, considering that it's at a low cost? Who's who said, said I have it? Are you going How do you know I'm not? I'm just asking if you're stocking up. How do you know I don't have uh, uh, ten jerry cans with me right now, Kirk? How do you I know? Don't. I, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Yeah. Are you going to stock up? That's maybe. Maybe. We'll see that in toilet paper, because. Uh, um, you also yeah. might, may or may not have uh, a gun soon. So then you don't need any of that. You just. Exactly. See that? That's how. That's how the hierarchy. Okay. So here's my hierarchy of needs in the apocalypse. Yes. Yes. I'm the president. Sorry, sir. Sorry. Sorry. Um. No, no but, but you're you're my goon. You're my goon squad. Yes. Oh, yeah, John, whatever, you, whatever you want, sir. Uh. But here's here's my here's my 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 uh, hierarchy of needs in the apocalypse. Number one resource, water. Everybody needs water to live. Uh. Number two food because we need to eat so whether that's eating dog food or eating people listen you got you got to get something in your belly uh number three shelter you you got to be able to stay somewhere you know and rest and sleep that that's another thing and then i think number three is uh, uh, a way to get around a way to escape a situation so that's why i think the vehicle is is, is a pretty big necessity in the apocalyptic world right so that's why i think Listen, man. If I get pulled over today, I am providing an essential service. I'm, I'm, I'm protecting the future by letting people know what cars they should be in. Exactly. I love your feather. I'm just waiting for yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, next. Okay. Yeah. I got the right to record you and get myself a haircut in this car yeah, right now. Yeah. yeah uh, next size up, I want to move up is into an SUV, a sports utility vehicle. Uh, which is basically think of it as a truck, but with a with a rear cover and more seats. And uh, the v vehicle that I picked was a t Toyota Forerunner TRD Pro, a 2019. Have you ever heard of the Forerunner, Kirk? Toyota. I, I have. I'm a. It's a Toyota. Yeah. It has Forerunners on it. The runners, I assume, are in reference to the amount of tires the car has. M most vehicles have four. I'll, 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 I'll let you know. But the the thing that makes the uh, the Forerunner Toyota Forerunner a little bit different is that it's a four wheel drive vehicle. So all four wheels spin, which uh, translate to more traction control. Which translate to uh, better control. Yes. No, but th this is in the same family. In a way, the Forerunner kind of.
took over the mantle of that uh, land. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. No. The for the forerunner. And, and, and here's the thing. The Toyota, Toyota as a brand has always made very durable. Uh, see, that's another thing in the apocalypse. You want something that has a bit of uh, uh reliability. Something that's uh, you know, gonna gonna be able to keep on clunking away. And Toyota has a very good proven track record. They've made vehicles like the Helix, Tundra, Toyota Camry. They they've they've made a lot of vehicles that, um. Basically, they they they're built to last, right? And the far the far is great. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, like in the future, yes, in this apocalyptic world, are you ruling out electric cars completely because the the um maybe we don't have electricity or can't produce electricity? So here's my thing. You are a pretty big Cybertruck fan. Here's the thing. I am a Cybertruck fan. I am a Tesla fan. And I am 100% in, in, in love with the idea of eventually transforming into uh, a fully electric world. But as it stands right now, um, they're not as practical as you would think. Like uh, a single charge of a, you get about 500 miles roughly in an electric vehicle. Now, the only thing is, is that you, you, you have to go to charging station. It takes anywhere between 30 and 40 minutes to get a full charge. Again, uh, for certain vehicles, I think in the and here's another problem: um, charging stations aren't that frequent as like we have apps now that can you know see where the next one is and you can kind of plan it out, but they're not as um, common as people think. So as much as I would, yeah, as much as I would. Those things are located. You're like you got to come here sometime, and I'm going to steal your Tesla. Maybe I, I I don't know I as much as I, I that's the reason that's all the only reason why I didn't add an electric vehicle because they're great and they'll 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 last the only issue is that the availability of a charging station, uh, you know until who knows I mean listen it, the the Cybertruck's supposed to come out in twenty twenty five, uh hopefully by then they doubled the amount of stations, if the apocalypse is twenty forty fifty years from now maybe. I'll update this list. I'll throw in the Cybertruck. Who knows? There is this thing called the, um, I don't know if you saw it in Back to the Future, where they power the car with a lightning bolt that they know is going to happen. So I... Kirk, the knowledge you have on vehicles, is it all just from the movie Back to the Future? That was a Toyota. Yeah, that was a Toyota. Uh, I believe it was a Helix. I have to double check, but it was a Toyota. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Give me your Back to the Future uh, reference. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was one. Yeah. That was what yeah. happened. Right. Uh, yeah. Someone's got to do it. It was clean. 
Right. Um, yeah, so the Forerunner, 270 horsepower, 18 miles per gallon, 5, seats 5, but you know what, a lot of spacious room in the back. I got a friend who owns one, it's great. Um, it's an option. Uh, the next one is uh, an Orthodox uh, one I have. Uh, it's a van, one of the one of the uh, cargo vans. Uh, you ever heard of a Chevy Express? Like one of those. Um, it's what, what it's what guys make deliveries in. Like you ever seen those like long body vans? Usually two seats up at the front, and the rest of the back is just a cargo. It's a cargo. It's a cargo van. That's the definition. Have you ever heard of it? Oh yeah, a cargo van. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so this cargo van, the, the one that I picked was a Chevy Express. Oh, A Team. Do you know? Do you remember the A Team? Yeah, I know what a cargo van is. Okay, I just wanted to be sure. But the A Team van. A cargo van before. Like it's like the thing you there get when go. you move. What we get those. Like I've, I've moved a few times and we've gotten cargo vans because they're they're pretty. Uh, they're pretty. What do you good. think of it? You've driven one. What do you think of the cargo van as an end of days ride? You could put your guitar in there. You could put your mic stand in there. I think, yeah, it's customizable in a way that you can kind of make it what you want. Right. So the the, the one that I picked was a Chevy Express 3500. The 2019 version has 341 horsepower, but it only has 12 miles per gallon, so you're going to be fueling up quite a bit. But because of the cargo van, you can put a lot of fuel in the back, right? And, uh, yeah, it's, but the only thing is that it is a two-wheel drive. Not not necessarily the best. But, uh, yeah, if you got a lot of shit, if you got some big shit, put it in the back. That's, uh, that's my option with that. Um, so, Kirk, I want to... Oh, yeah. Uh, this one, this next vehicle is actually what most people think of when they think of apocalypse and want to get, you know... And just in general, like, you know, all-terrain... Get out of Dodge vehicle. You ever heard of a Jeep? Oh yeah, yeah. So a Jeep, a Jeep. Uh... It's a. Uh, <laughs> it has origins in the military military yes. industrial complex. Yeah. There yes, you... it does. World War Two. Such World such War wars as the Boer War and uh, the Civil War, I believe. Did you say the Boer? Did you say War? the Boer War? The Borough War, yeah, and the, and the Civil War. There were no vehicles in the Boer War, Kirk. That that was an, you're talking about the one in Africa. There were some, and then the Civil War as well. I I think they had those. I mean, Civil War, the uh, Captain America Civil. War. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about the one where Abe Lincoln was around, because the Jeep Wrangler. The Borough War. There probably wasn't any vehicles in that, but it was in the um, late. Uh, Late eighteen hundred, so or nineteen hundreds. It was the biggest war at that time before World War One. And yeah, I was only joking about it. Oh, okay. I'm gonna have to do some back checks on that because uh, I think yeah, they just I rode horses it. in that war. <laughs> I'm pretty. That was one of the last major wars where they were just going around horse horses and. Sh I was just, I was just following your uh, presidential uh, reliability. You know, giving me facts. I thought there was. A Jeep Wrangler in uh Did I have fake news? Not saying anything, Kirk. Um the next so yeah, the Jeep so the Jeep Wrangler that uh, that I picked was the Jeep Wrangler Unlimited Rubicon, the twenty nineteen version. Uh it has about uh two hundred and eighty five uh horsepower, twenty miles per gallon, seats five, 
It's a 4x4. Four four. Uh, you can either have a soft top, hard top, or you can just take the top off. You could even take the doors off. Uh, it has a 3.6 V liter uh, engine. Uh, it's a very... It's like a it's it's like a ready to go apocalyptic vehicle because you can take off the doors and you know cut weight and whatever maybe attach a little machine gun at the top you can store a couple of jerry cans uh, people are already kind of doing that anyway uh, it has a spare tire uh, I don't know Kirk what's your overall opinion on Jeeps um they are very good and I like them okay. That's a that's a very good trans train answer uh, from from President Kirk Hicks. Uh, okay. Four wheels and, and yes, they do. Very important. Yeah. No, nobody has CDs anymore. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would not. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last V type of vehicle I want to get into is something that uh, I don't know. I think I think it. it the RV, the recreational vehicle. Kirk, do you know what an RV is? A recreational vehicle. You're from Sarnia, right? They got people live in them, don't they? In, in Sarnia. I know that. Fair enough. Um, so an RV is a recreational vehicle. Basically, think of it as a uh, bus, but converted to have a home inside it. And basically, think of it as a movable home. It's a movable, a lot of people like to call it a trailer park. But I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the ones where it's attached to the actual. No, actual a, tra a, tra a trailer trailer park is the whole bunch of people who live all together who have RVs. Right, 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 right. So uh, the RV that I picked was called the Earth Roamer LTI. Um, John Mayer actually has one. Kirk, do you know John Mayer? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Okay, well, he has one just to let you <laughs> let you know. Uh, it. <laughs> Anyways, dude. <laughs> uh, this thing has about three hundred and thirty horsepower. It's only ten miles per gallon, but it does take diesel. Now, here's the difference between diesel and regular fuel: is that diesel's rest less uh, less uh, refined, so it's a little bit more. How can I say? Easy to come. Uh, you can basically shove anything into the vehicle and it's going to keep on ticking. Kind of. Sands. Go to the tar sands. Maybe. Uh, it seats six, but you can sleep four in the back. Uh, the actual uh, vehicle that's driving the RV is a Ford F550 four-wheel drive. 95 gallons of diesel. 6.7 liter turbo diesel engine. Um, listen, this thing is a, it, it's basically a tank home. Think of it as a tank, but it's also your home. So, um, even though it's not the fastest, it's not the most fuel efficient, uh, at the end of the day, the, the, the perks of having one of these is that you don't have to set up camp, you don't have to go anywhere, you could just drive and stay there, right? So that's one of the perks, I think, of, a, uh, of the apocalypse. But anyways, those are the options that I gave you, but before I actually pick the best, 
Kirk, I want to know what your ideal apocalyptic vehicle situation would be. Like, what what would you be doing in the apocalypse uh, if it happened tomorrow? So just get on a train? I get on a train just keeps going around. Right, right, right. right. And I just have all the stuff I need on the train. And then um, I think what I'd do, I'd have to get good at like a claw games. I'd have like a, um, like it'd be close enough to all the stuff I'd need, like water and food and stuff. And so I'd have like a crane on it. They would just like, I'd have to like learn how to like scoop stuff in and bring it back, you know? Fair, Fair enough. enough. Okay. So, um, I mean, it's, it sounds unreasonable because it is. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be kind of a fun thing. I didn't want to break that. I didn't want to break that. I think I'd like to have that though. Like, if there was no, um, if there was no like limit on what I could do, all of a sudden I could just start laying track and have my own like armored train, and then uh, you know that'd be fun. Would Would you personally be driving the train, or do you have someone doing that for you? I got people. Okay, president. Um. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, an endless loop train. Uh, I'm I'm assuming how, how many because at the end of the day, would would it just be you on the train, or who would be on the train with you? I guess women. Uh, <laughs> okay. My, okay. My co-president. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, I'd wrangle them for you. Oh, how about this situation? You haven't. How about this? You you have a never-ending loop train that just goes around wherever, and I make trips on my on my motorcycle to scoop up women in the wildlands and bring them back to your train. Yeah, if you want to, you can do other other stuff too, like supplies and whatnot. Yeah, I'll be I'll be your supply man. I'll get I'll get I'll get women. I'll get uh, ammo. It'd be better if you learned how to fly a helicopter though, and then we could land yeah, the helicopter. Yeah, I'll pick that up. Oh, or a helicopter bike. We can make you oh, a, uh, a motorcycle that's, that, like, when you don't need, when you want to fly back, back to me, it, like, shoots up in the air and has propellers. Okay, uh, we'll get on that. We'll work on that. Uh, my, my ideal situation would be have the car that I have right now, but I would, I would, I would modify the shit out of this. I would add a bigger gas tank. I'd make it a four-wheeler. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd have compartments for, like, guns. And then, uh, basically, basically, my ideal situation would be Mad Max. But instead of me and a dog, it would be me, a dog, and, like, an Instagram model. And we'd just be roaming these lands, uh, eating food. Cool. And just banging. That's, that's pretty much. That's good, man. You know what yeah, I thought would be cool? I've never seen in a movie before. What? Um, what? It's like, you know, you know you have a horn on your car, right? Yes. Imagine that, like, like you just press your horn, and it's it's not like a horn. It's just a gadling gun. So you just you just keep pressing yeah. it, and, like, bullets spew Maybe. out of it. Yeah, That'd yeah, be something yeah. cool to see. So, I mean, like, that's a good idea, because someone's like, oh, he's just going to honk, honk at me? Like, what an idiot. And then you start doing it. And you're bullets. Yeah, you should watch the movie uh, Death Race. If you ever see a movie called Death Race, he has a Mustang with uh, turrets. 
yeah. closest thing I can get, get to. But no one has no one has the horn, but also it could still make a funny sound too. It could be like, right, right, right. Make a sound on top of the bolts. Anyways, uh, I'm gonna announce the best apocalyptic vehicle that you could own that fits within our limits. That a vehicle that you know will get you to A to B, provide you with all the needs that you need in the apocalyptic world. Uh, and that vehicle, after everything that's said and done, we're talking something that, you know, has good enough power, has a decent miles per, per, uh, gallon. I'm going to have to go with the Jeep Wrangler. Overall, as much as I'm a Ford guy and as much as I would like to go with like a Raptor, I think the Jeep Wrangler, because it has a little bit better miles per gallon, there's also a diesel version and just the customize, and that's that's what I think it comes down to the customizability of a Jeep. You can add it, you can have it lifted. I'm gonna go with the Jeep Wrangler. Um, anyways, I'm gonna wrap this up, wrap this thing up, Kirk. I think if anybody has ideas of what their ideal apocalyptic vehicle is, maybe you already own one. Maybe this coronavirus kind of like you know freaked you guys out, and, you, and instead of buying toilet paper, you went and bought yourself a apocalyptic vehicle. I want to know what it is. Remember, um, weapons can get you whatever you want. Right, right. People right. can stock up, but they can't yep. stock up against these guns. And, uh, yeah, and on that note, uh, that's the Best Thing in Life podcast. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. If we're still around, if this world, yeah, and if this is in the future where, you know, the world is an apocalypse. And if you're, and if, if uh, president co-president yeah. Um, yeah. and you're a woman like please send your dms to kevin he'll get you in contact yeah. with yes. our organization and we'll figure it out okay like it's gonna be a, a... yeah yeah and yeah my final message to anybody that's you know dealing with the quarantine right now at the end of the day it's all gonna work out you know you're gonna you're you're either gonna be uh uh, going back to work, regular 9 to 5, living that life. Or the apocalypse is going to happen and you now know what vehicles to have. So it's going to work out, you know. And uh, that's the Best Thing in Life podcast. I've been Kevin Amoki. Thank you, Kirk Hicks, for joining me via Skype. And uh, Hey, no worries, buddy. It was a good time. Good times.